0: Hello! Hi, guys. I want to welcome you to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita, but you probably know me as Bible Study Girl, and I'm just a girl with something to offer the world. The first voice that you heard was the voice of the executive producer of the podcast,
1: Bible Study Brother. What's up y'all, it is I, Bible study brother But I am also known as Icarus Grey A at gray area anime But this is the best, most wonderful podcast of your day uh, And as my sister likes to say We are related and are biologically brother and sister We're not just brothers and sisters in Christ We are actually brother <laughs> and sister who share the same mother
0: Yes, and that is why he is Bible study brother Or known as his other aliases I have no control over his alter egos I don't have control over Bible study brother as a
1: person But anyway,
0: uh, before we dig in, brother, how's your week been going?
1: Um, It's been going pretty, pretty good I'm trying to get through... Um, this fast That that uh, we do with our church Which we started a little bit early uh, So we could um, Be done uh, For uh, Canadian's birthday Because if we had just gone with the church We would bump up against that But um, So I'm just Trying to find A deeper more intimate relationship With God um, And work through a lot of things that he has us working through uh for 2024 how about you
0: my week has been awesome new hair don't care uh i had to get my ends trimmed and when i get my ends trimmed i do get um my hair flat ironed so be lots of hair swinging going on I'm also starting to work out more consistently I just want to feel better in my body. You know, when I talk about like wanting to be a mother and, you know, I didn't open the door until 40, child. I did that last year. I stuck my toe in. So I'm like right at the, I'm just barely in 40, but I really need to have a healthy body so that if the Lord sees fit that it is time for me to reproduce and be fruitful and multiply, my body needs to be ready for that. And beyond that, just for just general health. So, yeah, it's been a good week. Hey,
1: uh, you know oh. what that makes me think of? Just because I was thinking about this earlier. I feel like with all of the people's lives that we like merge from the people that we've grown up with, Um, I just, you know, I, I really I mean, I've been missing my island a lot lately. But like as I uh, work on the same things that you're working on um, and trying to, you know. Be fruitful and multiply. I think. About well, no, I'm
0: not. That's no, no, no. That's I'm working on just a healthy body. Like eventually to get there. Like I'm well, not. Well, I'm ahead. just saying.
1: Um, okay, we're not. Uh, uh, you know, not judging. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you know, I just think about being because uh, I don't remember what age Linda was, but I just know it was in the range of where we are now. Oh, she was in her 30s, like her mid-30s when she started, yeah. when she had her second set of children. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, I don't know, something about that made me think think, like, about think about her. And I was like, I know what she did. And I know how she did it. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because it just, I don't know. Like, because so many, so often America will make us, like, I get it you know you're in that in that range whenever they talk about your pregnancies and they use all these you know the high risk and everything else and all this other stuff but like i know what she did fam and it was two of them things and two like two of the most rambunctious energetic things
0: i mean she had a job set before her so yeah so my week has been good just trying to be more healthy And just to feel good in my body in my 40s, that's very important to me. So, yeah, my week has been good. I'm going to read you guys a scripture. Today is a sermon recap, actually. We're going to review the sermon, Free Me, um, that my pastor preached on November the 12th, 2019. So over four years ago. But if you ask me, the sermon still rings true today. It's still helpful today. It's valid. It is relevant. Let me read you a scripture. It comes from Acts 16. I'm going to read you verses 25 and 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. So Bible study brother has read the sermon recap over at biblestudygirl.com. If you have a moment, you can pause this and you can head over to biblestudygirl.com. Type in the words, free me and this blog will pop up so you can read what Bible Study Brother has just read. He is going to give us uh, a general overview of the blog and then he's gonna let us know his impressions from the blog, any questions that reading the blog broke brought up or um, brought to his attention. After I do my best to be as quiet as possible and let him speak his piece, (laughs) I'm going to let you guys know what I thought at the time that I wrote the blog and the time that the blog was published. And if my thoughts, feelings, emotions have changed since then, what they are currently. So I'm excited, brother. Let me know what you thought about the sermon recap Free me.
1: Um. So I thought a lot about it And Free Me was about when Paul and Silas receive their mission Or when Paul receives a vision that he should go uh, To Macedonia uh, In Macedonia they encounter a girl um, Who has mm, I wanna I, I, The spirit of divination um, <laughs> I'm trying to like word it correctly But like She's possessed by by a spirit of divination And so but she was saying what she was saying was the truth. They they were men of God, they were the real deal, they believed in Jesus. Jesus was the real deal. Um, Paul gets annoyed, he casts the the spirit out of the girl. Um, and like there was a question in the blog post about like, well, what was he annoyed about? And it was interesting because what happens after that and i'll just finish what what happens within within the blog post uh so after they removed the spirit from this girl um she was the cash cow for these people because she would you know give uh fortunes and stuff for people and that's how they made their money so now they mad and now they them beat Paul and Silas up um and they're like we got to recoup what we what what we lost from this girl and so they throw them in jail uh, they throw them in jail, and while they were in jail, they didn't sit there sad like, oh, we in jail. They praised the Lord, and they began singing a song. And when they began singing a song, um, the prisoners were listening. Um, and I did the prisoners join in with them? Uh, no, I, no don't, I, I did not read that in the um, scripture. But so when they heard that, they were listening. and 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 as they were listening, I think that their hearts were kind of opening up. And because you know, when two or more are gathered, the presence of the Lord is there. Uh the presence of the Lord came down and shook the place, uh, shook the jail and uh caused an earthquake which opened um the cells of everybody in um the 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 jail. And the jailer was like, oh no, Lord and Lord it's about to be a problem. I'm going <laughs> to die if y'all leave. Please don't leave. I'm like, well, we didn't plan to leave anyway. <laughs> so we're not leaving. It's like, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, them not leaving saved uh, the man's family and, and, and some other things. And they were also not uh, killed here, um, which is saying a lot. Like, because when you was out praising or... Taking the word of the Lord out It was very treacherous and dangerous Which Paul talks about a lot In terms of like What the road is like for us believers And so on and so forth Um, I wanted to go through that story real quick Because I got to read the last uh, paragraph For you guys Which is Your very presence should free Those that are bound The way you handle life's curveballs Curveballs should show you uh, To should show a dark world That there is a God You're not going to get it right every time But you should always be striving To let the light that is in you shine I mess up constantly But I'm not quitting I'm determined that everyone within my circle Will be free and not bound Please know that if you're reading this You're within my circle I'm praying that God moves in your life And sets you free So that you can help free others Um, The totality of this Like you know how amazing it is or how crazy it would be? Like, you don't know how long these people have been in jail. Now, I know life expectancy and stuff is different in those times, but you don't know how long these folks been there. Right. Been here for a long time. I may have given up all hope, and now this door swings up. Like, but I'm not wanting to go out. Like, I've been in here a long time. I've been bound up in my mind by my flesh or whatever it is I did to get in this position. Maybe I was lied on. Maybe all kinds of things happened because there wasn't, like, cameras. It wasn't, like, you know, it was word of mouth. Right.
0: Or let's be honest. Maybe I just did whatever I'm in
1: jail for. Well, yeah, I was going to get there. But I'm saying, like, but also, (laughs) you know, all of these different things that that come with jail. Because jail has been jail for forever. I don't care... Like about America having the worst prisons and jails and stuff in in history. Because jail is jail. Like, and you do not want to be in jail. You do not want to be um, kept from freedom. But to be free in Christ and the freedom that that gives you no matter where you are is everything that I read every time I hear uh, this retelling of history um cuz man look i don't i don't know where i would be without being free in christ in my mind i know i'd be dead in the grave i know i'll be chasing after something that i don't need to chase after i know that i would be just unfulfilled and and not happy and not even able to find the sunshine or whatever i know that if i was Not in Christ. During 2021, dog, I would have, hey, we would have had five funerals. Out of here. Five funerals because I would have (laughs) went. Because I'm like, clearly this is what you're telling me. You're just telling (laughs) me to go, you know. Um, And I just think about being that light and freeing other people. Because when you accept Christ into your life, into your heart, you do see things differently. Like you see bondage on people. Like you see stuff that people are struggling with. And no, I don't think that I have all the answers for you, but I do know the one who does. And I also know the key to being free. And
0: Can I say yeah. something to you? Go ahead. I'm surprised you didn't mention your freedom book and your freedom classes. Cause
1: I feel like it's very Yeah. Talk
0: about, don't talk about being bound.
1: Well, yeah, we do talk about the strongholds and everything, but this was uh a little different for me in terms of like reading the blog post. Like a lot of times you'll kind of walk through some things. This was more of thinking about just the overall freedom of, well, more so what I was thinking about is like walking in Christ. Got it? Then I was thinking about the the freedom aspect of it. But um yeah, that is something that I've gone through in my churches. We did this freedom class where we walk through uh, freeing yourself from different strongholds and finding the root cause of any of the feelings that you have gone through in life. Um, because there is a reason, there is a cause. Like, um, no matter what happens to you in life, uh, yes, it happened, but there are like there are responses that you have to that that are not. The greatest responses and then there's Accepting that you know yeah Somebody did something to you or Somebody says something over your Life that is not true Um And freeing yourself from The shackles of Them speaking a bad word over your life when God has a better word for you So or like all this uh, uh, A better word for you like the Words on the babe. I'm gonna
0: Tell you Thank you so much for sharing what you got from it. I think the, well, I know, I don't just think, the more time that I spend in the word and the more. Okay. So, you know, we grew up in church. We've been in church all of our lives. And so we hear so many different Bible stories and so many different Bible stories are
1: familiar to us.
0: Is this a Bible story that was familiar to you?
1: Um, I think. Think about it, like, even though I know it's not, they weren't in Jericho, but this and the Jericho uh, always, like, ring in my head. I'm like, and the walls came tumbling down. It's like, yeah. So, I,
0: I have been, so when I gave my New Year's Eve speech, right? i talked about Paul. Paul is a missionary's missionary. If you want to look at mission work in the church, I think Paul is a great example of somebody that you can look at. You know, Paul originally started off as Saul. He was a Pharisee. He was a persecutor of Christians. He just wasn't, he wasn't here for it. You know, he knew Jewish law up and down, back and forth and, As far as he was concerned, Jesus was not the Christ and anybody that believed in him just was going down the wrong road, right? Until he encounters Jesus on the Damascus Road and his life is forever changed. He gives his life to Christ and so he starts into mission work, right? So in Acts chapter 14, which is two chapters before the story about the prison that Joe just recounted for you. Paul is again out doing mission work. You know, his life has changed. He's gone from Saul and now he is Paul. And he, in Acts chapter 14, is out doing the Lord's work, right? Doing what God called him to do. And he gets caught up because the people see, because Paul sees a man that has faith to be healed. And so he speaks out of his mouth and tells the man to stand up and be healed. And the man does, right? The crowd is amazed. They are moved by it. They like, that's what's up. This guy must be a God, right? So they start to praise Paul and Barnabas, who's with him. And they're horrified because that's not what they're here for. They're not here for accolades. They want people to be free, right? free me this is before they ever get in jail we just want y'all to be free that's why i'm spreading the news the good word so other jews come and they convince the crowd the same crowd that just called them gods and said they were so special they convinced the crowd um to stone paul so paul is stoned, he's dragged out of the city and he's basically left for dead right But that's not the end of Paul's story. We know he's not dead because here he shows up again in Acts 16. But just in Acts chapter 14, he's been left for dead. And yet and still in Acts chapter 16, Paul is here doing the Lord's work. Now, I I think the thing that's so profound to me, and that's why I said like I as I'm growing older, these Bible stories are not just separate stories. I'm starting to see them in a comprehensive way. I'm doing the Lord's work. I'm doing what you called me to do. They just left me for dead, but now I'm back. I'm healed. I'm back. I'm working. And here I am yet again, doing your work, saying your word. I want people to be free. This girl with the spirit of divination gets free. At least they didn't stone me this time, but now I'm in jail, right? It ain't looking peachy. Like when I say, when I look at Paul's, like if you want to talk about mission work and being on a battlefield and being on fire for the Lord, he's on fire for the Lord. So when I look at what he went through in Acts chapter 14 to what he's gone through in Acts chapter 16, I'm talking about Sarita, me personally. I am not Paul. If I'd have been stoned and left for dead, And here I am in 16. I did what you called me to do, what you purposed me to do. You know, Paul didn't go looking for Jesus. Jesus came and looked for him and found him. Uh, Here, Yeah, here he is in jail. Because I'm doing what you called me to do, Lord. I'm living the life that you will have me to live. But Paul's attitude is not like mine. Because I'm going to tell y'all. After I'd have been stolen and left for dead, and now I'm sitting up here in jail. I don't think my automatic response would be to praise and worship. But that's Paul's response. And I that's why I said, like when I look at it from a larger lens, to me, his story is even more powerful because it truly is through it all. No matter what, I'm gonna praise God. And his Paul's ability to praise God in a dark situation and to continue to trust him. It's just been illuminated for me time and time again. And because of his obedience and his willingness to praise God in a bad situation, right? If you just look at, if you don't think about Acts chapter 14 and you just look at what happened right here, that would be enough for many of us to turn and I'm not going to say turn our backs on God, but I don't know that my automatic response when I get put in a jail will be to
1: be seen. You might not turn your back on God, but you show is changing your assignment by by your, you know, thoughts. Because like and it wasn't just like Paul's life did not end in a glorious like, oh, you got to go off to pasture like correct he was beaten more than once
0: more than once. But here's the thing too, Joe, that just because Paul was so on mission and so on assignment, even though life got hard for him, look at all the people's lives. He impacted all the Mm -hmm. people that were able to be free because he trusted God. Even when it didn't make sense didn't look right, and he didn't just trust God, he was able to verbally praise the Lord. You know, I think about it, really makes me, you know, at the time that I wrote the blog, I was just recapping the sermon. That's the sermon that my pastor preached. But the more time that I spend in the word, and really, like I said, look at it overall and just start putting people's lives and stories together, man. I think that makes it much more impactful and it's much more relatable to me because I feel like a lot of my life has not been easy and or pleasant. Mm -hmm. You know, you spoke earlier about 2021. I did not have a Paul praise. I didn't have words to say. I was very quiet. I was the exact opposite of Paul and what Paul has been doing because I was grieving, I was hurting. I didn't have, I felt like I didn't even have a voice. Like there was just nothing for me to say. And I think getting this sermon recap for me really is a reminder that through it all, I need to give God praise. I need to be verbal because my praise has the ability to help other people be free. Yes, yeah, hard. Yes, it's rough. You can get real sad and down sometimes, but despite all of that, you do have an opportunity to be a witness to God's grace, his goodness and his mercy. Like you said Paul's life didn't end uh with a parade um and with people praising him. But man, his life has so much purpose. And Paul's life still continues to help people be free today. Thousands of years later, when you look at his story and you look at his life, you can get encouragement from it. I get encouragement from it because the same God that existed then is alive and well right now. And that same power to cause an earthquake and shake the prison walls, literally, it exists today. And that's something that I really want to tap into. I feel like it is a very timely sermon recap for me. And it's a, it's a, a important reminder, especially at this time of year for me, when it is so easy for me to be in my feelings and be depressed and be sad, you know, since 2021, the top of the year has tended to be a little more difficult for me, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm thinking about all the people that have gone on the glory, that I miss, that I love so dearly. But I, I feel like this sermon recap is right on time to keep me focused. Because in the midst of all of that, I can still praise God. He's still good, He's still even good. though it looks ugly.
1: I think one of the last things I I definitely want to mention real quick that is so crazy about us getting older is when you're younger, you view the Bible as tales. True, but tales. So you kinda look at it as like a a parable in a certain like you look kinda like everything like it's a parable.
0: Right. You don't have really a true understanding. No, this is a flesh and blood person.
1: And and to like get there, but now it's like Well, because then you go from that to these are the spiritual things that I need to follow, right? Right. Because as you get older, you're like, okay, this is how I govern my life. Now it's like there's two existences. This is a historical retelling or historical like a memoir while also being the law and the word of the things I need to follow. Like God's word through these people to, to me. Right. Um, to his people, you know, and those two things exist concurrently, not separately. So, you know, we were talking about because, um, you know, coming out of the holiday season, I never thought about um, Mary and Joseph in the fact that they left town after he decided to stay with her. In disgrace, hence why they were coming back <laughs> to Bethlehem or coming to Bethlehem. Um, and then thinking about the fact that it's like news don't travel like social media, but news travels and it's not right. as many people, so it's not like I'm gonna forget your face if you don't grew up in these areas and so. Thinking about that That historical thought of like the fact That it wasn't that the ends were full But it was that Like nah they remember you and they just denying you service Like it it makes everything Like so different Because you start looking at it um, Not just from Like a human perspective But you do understand more The human perspectives that are involved In the Bible or at least you Feel a certain way the orchestration of God himself of like the these things had to be this way like the disgrace that Mary had to go through that Joseph had to go through that Paul had to go through were for to this for this conversation for another conversation that's going to happen for you know for freedom for like an understanding of the world is never going to treat you the way you think they should. It's just not. Like you can come and say, I have no ill will towards you. None. Like, I want to help you eat. I want to help you. Like, I think everybody should be able to eat. I think everybody should be able to do this and it can still come back in your face. You can still be attacked for that. And you know, it's just illuminating, as you said, to, like, be at this place in life where you're seeing the historical um, parts of the Bible alongside, like, putting it into context. So, Right. Mass, like, all of these towns you would have thought was in, like, a 50, 20-mile stretch of each other is how you would have kind of felt. Not like, nah, fam, they, like, hundreds of miles or thousands of miles from here. Like, he went to Asia. Asia, <laughs> from Egypt, or well, not from Egypt, but I mean, from the, the general African region. So um, that blows my mind. Like, I don't know about nobody else, but that blows my mind. Like, just how big and how far, like, people travel, people went, people um, did things, and, and it's just God is so big and it's like We always try to like you know Not try to but it's like when you're Looking from human eyes you see things Way way smaller
0: We do see things way smaller and we don't see The big picture Uh, I don't think we do it on purpose But quite often we do minimize God and his power Into what we can see or what we can understand And I think For me I want God to free me from a lot of things that hold me captive. But I also want other people to be free. I want other people to experience the fullness of Christ. I want other people to live lives that are surrendered. Um, It doesn't mean it's going to be easy or perfect. Look at Paul's life and the paths that he walked down. But because he walked down those paths, and there's a written record. Of what he experienced. I am able to see. You know. Just what God can do. And that's a big thing. When you talk about. How we make him small. Who would think he was in an earthquake. Paul is just in there praising. And his praise is what. Helps him to be free. And others. Like so many others. So. Like I said, I feel like this was a very timely sermon recap and a reminder of God's ability to free and loose and break every chain, like the Tasha Cobb songs. (laughs) So I think it's timely. And I think it is also, the more I study the Bible, the more I feel called and pulled to encourage people to share their stories, to share their testimonies. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear about your faith walk. I think it is so important for you to share how God has shown up in your life. And I also think it's important to share the times when you were disappointed and things didn't go the way you thought they should go because you never know your story, your ability to share your story could be the difference for someone else and it could help free them from some things that they've been bound by. So um, yeah, we are always looking to talk to different people, to hear their testimonies and hear their stories. If you are not a person that likes to talk or the thought of doing a podcast strikes fear in your heart, write a blog. You don't have to, if you don't want your name on it, it doesn't have to be on it, but you can write a blog and you can submit it to Bible study girl, 2019 at gmail.com. And we can post it on Bible study Girl.com anonymously. If that's your choice and your your way to get your voice and your story heard to help free other people. I think 2024 will be a season of release and a season of freedom. And I'm excited to get the opportunity to be a part of God's plan, whatever that is and whatever it looks like. And you don't have to be bound, my bad. You can be free.
1: And not only can you be free, you can remember that it's not... Just I or you that preach, but we preach.
0: And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.